You're watching Mallrats, a Star Wars podcast. Thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Mallrats podcast. I am Nolan. And I'm Bob. Almost said I'm Bob. <laughs> uh, we're going to be... this uh, Last week, mm-hmm. we started rewatching The Mandalorian, this, uh, episode one and two. Correct. Now we're watching three and four. Well, that's how numbers work. Yep. 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 Two at a time. Now, these are just... Uh, this is just a queuing, uh, a running commentary. So these are just as long as what the episodes are. It's not us going into fine detail and analyzing it. It's just... You are expected to have seen this already, and um, if you have seen it, you can probably follow along in your head with what we are presenting. Just seeing it through our eyes. Yeah, and then our conversations and just kind of uh, go off sometimes <laughs> off topic, <laughs> but it should all be Star Wars uh, influenced and, uh, and Star Wars based. Yep. Um, and at the end of the episode, we will uh, have uh, our social media manager, Kat, show back up. We have a Q&A and then uh, an interesting uh, what if, um, should something have changed in Star Wars lore, how would it have impacted the, what we have come to know and love about Star Wars? Or just a little what if, like the Marvel TV shows. So so let's stick around for the end, you know, and, and we'll we'll do that. Um and uh, we'll get ready to uh, queue up your Disney Plus. So if you are following along, uh, we are going to do a countdown and hit start, play episode at the same time. And hopefully everybody is uh, synced if you are following along. I don't know. I don't know how well it works. What, counting to three? Yes, counting to three. We, went into, step- we, we went into this last time. It's I not crazy hard. Should we do it again? Oh, my Lord. It's one, two, three. Go. Go. Yes, it's rock, paper, scissors. Rock, That's paper, scissors, you. shoot. Just people don't seem to understand that it's not rock, paper, scissors. Who? Who are these people? People just... Idiots? Go... <laughs> exactly. People go on scissors. How hard is this? Okay, so have... we should have probably stalled long, long yeah. enough for, for you to, to begin it. Um, so we're at the, uh, you know, we, we are logged in, we've hit the play episode, and now we're going to hit play in the count of, well, buffering now, buffering, <laughs> boy, this is Uh-oh. riveting, riveting radio podcast. Okay, so we are ready to go. You should see Disney on your screen. Beautiful blue Disney. Beautiful Disney. And on the count of three, hit start. No, on the count of go. One, One, two, two three, go. go. That was a bit behind. It was a little bit. So we get a bit of a rundown, recap. There's the client. Oh, baby Yoda oh. again. Okay, so this is the first episode. Third. We're watching the third, but the recap was the first. And then, oh yes, how soon we forget. The Queel timeline. This was the Jawas, the Queel, the Mudhorn. And so now the Sin is the title of this next one. There's a lot that happened in those first two episodes. 
that a lot of exposition and but now that we know more about that story you can see little that's what's kind of nice about re-watching certain things stuff you know comes out like how baby yoda always tries to save him mm -hmm. and even the first time he's just sitting there with his cut you know and, and he's trying to put out his hand you're like what's he doing is it just like a little kid or or what <laughs> i but remember thinking it was just a little kid i did too we didn't know that he had force abilities or anything until he lifted the mud horn up right yeah so that was the uh the rundown of the first uh, two episodes so now we are if i remember right we gotta take it back to navarro yep back to Werner herzog Werner and dr pershing dr pershing bounty hunting is a complicated a profession complicated profession Fishing. One of the neat things about how the episodes start in space, I can't really vouch that every episode does, nope. but every episode of a movie starts in outer space with an opening in outer space before they go terrestrial. I'm trying to think of an exception. Oh, good luck. <sighs> how about not right now? All right, uh, Baby Yoda's in the cockpit. Now, last time we saw him, we thought this was when he was getting a ball. He just climbs out, cute as ever. So he's awoke. Awoken. Awoke. The Jedi is awoken. I found an exception. Rogue One. No, not Rogue One. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. They start on that planet with Poe talking to the old guy, and he's like, Every? This thing will bring you to a. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, yes. Because oh, you, you see the I know. shuttles launch I out. You see that afterwards. That's It's the opening. And plus, every movie, episode movie, starts with a crawl, right? That doesn't Against count. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> you should have been more specific. Is it just like a cinematic, <laughs> like a sprawl over just the planet? Trust, just trust me, man. <sighs> we can go back and just watch the first beat of every movie. I'm okay with that. All right. Uh, we just missed a lot of cute Yoda, baby Yoda stuff. But, uh, you know, uh, um, nimbly, he can get out of his crate. Just like little babies who could get out of their bassinets, um, you know, and once they can start, once they're mobile, watch out because the kids can get into anywhere. And when you can't hear them and they're quiet, that's when you know they're into something they shouldn't. I think that reigns true. It, always. It always. All right, coming up on the big archway, he's walking with his quarry. Now, I'm sure all those other bounties that have their key fobs, you know, are yeah, be going off right are going to be buzzing. I love the practical nature of all these aliens and actors. It's not CG. And even the CG heavy prequels, they had characters and stuff, but a lot of them were all along a green screen here mm -hmm. we have a set we have costumes um i just i find it really interesting that's what with the sequel movies jj was very adamant about wanting to be practical effects more so than relying just on green screen stuff that's why when you see the tra saw the trailer tra the teaser trailer and it was just stormtroopers in their dropship like yeah. saving private ryan <laughs> you know, and they were they just look so cool and dark and, and gritty. 
All right, so he's back at the client now. We got the, the Java droid ball head. I remember liking this season, uh, this scene. I don't know, just because of one line. <laughs> Which one? This one. It's coming up. Oh. It's just, I like those odds. Oh, I see. A lot of cockiness, arrogance. Mm -hmm. Got the really dirty Empire white... Uh, Hand-me-downs. Hand-me-no, just dirty. If the Empire was still around, there is no way that their superiors would let them have them be such, so filthy. Dr. Persh. Now, is the client just the middleman for... Well, Moff I guess you don't know Moff Gideon yet. I'd say probably. He's not the villain. He's just the procurer, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say he's a villain, but... Oh, yeah. Well, he's got an Empire medallion on. Yeah, and he's handing out Beskar steel. Yeah. With an Empire... Empire stuff on it. Um, crest? Logo? Metal? Imprint? Something. Build the spoils. Camtono. There is the first Camtono that we see... Um, actually used the other time we saw was in Cloud City, Bespin, when the Empire, you know, is there and Lando tells everybody to evacuate. You see a guy just running in front of the camera briefly, like carrying this, what's been jokingly referred to as like an ice cream maker. Because it was. Yeah, well. And now we get to see it open and it's just loaded with these bars of Beskar. And then Baby Yoda cooing. As it leaves the room. Cam Tono does show up a few other times in, like, The Marshal and in Book of Boba Fett. Okay. But this is the I'm just, first. I know. I'm just, oh. I'm just stating. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> well, of course. They blow up the sanctuary. Yeah. Yep. Commission and payment. You've taken both commission and payment. Who are you to ask? It's against the code to ask about what's going to happen to him. Okay, so he's Steel. saying that finding the ma finding a Mandalorian is tricky, but we know that there's a covert underneath that very town. Maybe he knows. Mando knows, but those others this guy doesn't, so they truly are secreted away. So when they have their big reveal, it's like, holy crap, this is insane and unexpected. There's the Kwakian monkey lizard on a spit again. Yeah. Just walking through the bazaar, the stairway down to the sewer. Very clean sewers. You know, maybe Beskar isn't crazy, crazy heavy, but I would think that that thing would be massive. You won't guess. You won't believe it. You know the guy, uh, the uh, bald-headed guy in the bar at the opening, opening scene? It's Chuta Mando. Yeah. That guy is like a stunt performer, but he is the body man for, for uh, Paz Vizsla. Vizsla. Whoa. 
Now, I don't know if he is that in Book of Boba when we see him in a fight. Who does his voice? But here, Vizsla? John Favreau. Yeah, that's what I thought because I looked yeah. and I said that. So you'll see him. And this is, you know, when we talked about the fighting that they have in the in in the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. It's coming back to this. Mm-hmm. All right, the armor just pulls out all these plates. I guess they're not crazy heavy. You just figured there's some weight to it since they say steel. Steel. All right, so all of the other Mandalorians are slowly walking in because this is amazing. Curious. What was his shoulder thing called? Pauldron. Pauldron. Curious is like everything. Yeah, I figured the breastplate at least. Yeah, this is uh, John Favreau's voice. Mm -hmm. Now we don't know about the Night of a Thousand Tears and all of the betrayals of the Empire. We they will. know who to blame. Now we live in shadows only one at a time. No wonder they never see. So if this is Mando's cover, when he's off on a, a bounty, does everybody have to wait here until he gets back? Like everybody's quarantined? <laughs> That's an interesting take. Oh, Mando scraping the steel. Beskar's returns, no matter how it got out, you know, where, where it came from, it's returned home. How can one be a coward if one chooses this way in life? Oh, wait, I'm going to have a lot of this is the ways to put down. Have you ever removed your helmet? Has it ever been removed by others? Never. Never. This is the way. This is the way. It's two. Mandalorian, this is the way. That's three. Heavy infantry, this is the way. That's three. Mm-hmm. Woo! All right, so a sigil, his little sign is going to be the mud horn. Signet. Signet, sigil. Now he's saying that Yoda, or baby Yoda, is an enemy, but it's really... Just his quarry, right? His job. I think he's basing it off of the history between the Jedi and the Mandalorians. Yeah, but then the, well, but then the Mandalorians and the Empires were enemies. It's like, was everybody an enemy of the Mandos? <laughs> I guess. You know, they're very vicious. Oh, this is the way. Oh, oh. this is the way. This is the way. How many is that? Uh, two or three, right there. All three of everybody, all three of them did it again. Uh, okay, so there's six. This is the ways. So he's gonna be able to uh, get his weapons made or his armor made, because um, it was all honorable. He earned it. Yes, the flashbacks again. More flashbacks. Okay, so was it last or the first episode? First episode. First, when he had the tease, the taste of the Beskar, and he got his shoulder thing made. Ooh, whistling birds. So now they're making the whistling birds for his uh, wrist. Man, I would get so many of those made. Unlimited. Massive box. 
And so once they start slamming, pounding the steel here, I'm sure we're going to get those flashbacks again and find out a little bit more about his uh, boom. And just like that, flashbacks to when he was a kid. Now, the last we saw, his parents put him in a hole and closed it, and that's all we saw. We didn't see anything else. That was it. Okay. After seeing these so many times or different, you know, over time, you kind of trying to keep them straight. So everybody's getting shot up. We still don't see who's doing the shooting. And then all of a sudden, uh, I mean, a super battle droid comes busting in the walls, which are from the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. and so we're, you know, we're dating this now, which puts him about the right age. But now we know who was taking him out. It was the, the Separatists. Yep. No wonder he hates droids. Looking up, mommy, daddy. He raises his hand just like Baby Yoda does. I didn't see that. Right? They're both That's soundlings. cute. And then parents get blowed up. Door opens. Super Star Destroyers puts his gun and gets ready to blow him away. And we're done. I have another correction to make. Mm. It's not a Super Star Destroyer. Destroy, uh, Battle Droid. Sorry. No, definitely not a Star Destroyer. All right. So back to the bar with Grief, Karga, Mr. Carl Weber, Weathers. He's not readily giving away the pucks. The Reading Rainbow. Definitely not Reading Rainbow. Didn't we talk about this last time? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I love the door opens and you hear that. It's not the Wild West. Doo -doo 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 -doo. But it's the Mando music. It's got a swagger on. He's just got a strut, a shimmy, a something. I can't. Yeah, but it's there. They all hate you because you're a legend. Are you surprised when he asked how many have fobs? And he said all of them? Yeah. You were surprised? Why would grief benefit from giving out more fobs? I don't know. He's the middleman. He's got to get a cut on some of this He's stuff, not... right? And no, so... he just said closed deal with the, with the guy. No, but he... Remember... Those people jumped him right after, you know, the jumped him in the at the beginning of the second episode. Yep. And they all had fobs, so he gave out fobs because the more people that have it, see, he's got his cut of Beskar. Which we'll find very helpful later. <laughs> yeah, obviously. In that hidden pocket. But Grief Karga pulls out some Beskar plates. You know, he's in it for the money, too. This isn't a loyalty between him and Mando. What do you think happens at the Twilight Healing Baths? Mm -hmm. More than just healing. You think it, his helmet will get polished? His helmet and will I, get polished. I don't mean that in a... Yes, you do. I do, but yes, uh, yes, it didn't you do. mean to sound dirty. I'm just quoting Book of Boba Fett. You can polish Every my helmet. Every time Boba walked in, can and I even polish the your Pikes, helmet? the two sexy Twi'leks, the guy and the girl, they come up and... Can, can we polish, polish your helmet? Your helmet? <laughs> or can we clean your helmet? <laughs> all right sorry i was laughing there um uh -huh. what was the puck just something on karnak okay so it was just his next quarry just and then he tur on. he's turned around and he just can't let it go he goes what's going to happen to the kid and he's reminded by the boss here that it's against the code he's got a connection with the baby 
Now, Grief says that the Empire's gone. Clearly, it's not. They're dealing out all this money in Beskar steel, and they definitely have a presence. Even if it's hidden like the Mandalorian coverts. Camtono. Camtono. That's not a good idea. Hyperdriving with spice. Encouraging one to uh, start a drug habit. To Whatever. Things. It's okay. It's okay. It's Star Wars. New and improved Razor Crest. Well, I don't think it's necessarily new. It's just I mean they put it back put together. It back together. <laughs> the same stuff. It counts. Okay, this is awesome. Show not tell. Okay, he's firing up. Walk us through what's just going on. He doesn't have the ball. He's in his ship now for those that are maybe not watching it with us. If they're Sorry. driving, they can't watch it. He reaches for his gear shift. And he's paused. Look at there's no acting. Yes, there is. And it's all yeah, there's a lot happening. The music adds a bit, just a little head tilt. It astounds me. We talked about it in the book of Boba Fett, mainly the Mandalorian episodes. Look at this, a slow, a slow zoom in on Mando Salmon. We can all tell what you he's thinking. You can tell he's like, dank ferric, I oh, gotta go there's one. <laughs> no, you can't put the one. So now he shuts everything down, he's and going he's for just the kid. going out to get the kid. And you're like, we, because we don't know anything about Mando. We Okay, he's got a code, a creed, okay, right? But here is the first time we get to really learn something about him sentimental oh as is the audience because we have to see more baby yoda because as we talked <laughs> last episode the amount of news between first when the first episode aired and we see just a glimpse of baby yoda pop culture internet exploded of course exploded for two, five seconds of yoda baby yoda and so then with these episodes as they came out just got more and more um, you know, uh, meme worthy when he's drinking his spotchka, you know, and all that stuff. All right, Mando's taking a moment. He's look, he's dumpster diving, and he just walked by the front door. Now he's dumpster diving, and he sees the bassinet. That can't be good for your little buddy. Really smart how he's uh, slowly working through things. Mm-hmm. Instead of just rushing on in. Extract the necessary material. We figured out later that that was blood. Shh. We don't know that yet. Huh. Knock, knock. <laughs> Thank Jeez. you. And then walks away. Alright, so how many stormtroopers did we see before? Four? Four. I like those odds. Oh, were we talking over your line? Yep. Well, shouldn't we be talking over almost all you, of no, this? No, you were talking over it. Well, feel free, bud. I'd rather watch the show. Well, unfortunately, that's kind of not the point. I'll sit out next time. Okay. Yeah, really smart of him scoping out everything and where to go. 
Now this is great because this is the first time we see him kind of close combat um, fighting. Yeah, he took out some people, you know, protecting Baby Yoda, but just flashing lights, smoke, shows up out of nowhere. We see this again when he's fighting Migs and those people on the, you know, the mm-hmm. prison barge. Just the smoke coming off the bodies. Mando! Mando! Fight, fight. Dead. Smoke with the... Flashlight. Yes. How great is that? How simple, but... Cinematic. Oh, yeah. The production quality is amazing. Oh, get over here. I don't appreciate the Mortal Kombat reference. Well, of course. That's exactly what that was. Scorpion there. All right, Mando's got his new gear already getting tested. Oh, we haven't talked about it. He's all nice and shiny. He got new stuff. Well, we saw him making this stuff, but now he's... No, yeah. All right, so Dr. Pershing here, you know, as the doctor, he, he remember last episode, or the first episode? First. First. He wanted him alive. He didn't Not like dead. that the order could be dead as well. And so Dr. Pershing is all about saving him. I protected. I protected him. Mando showing a little bit of restraint here. And then he's gone. And then... Like Kaiser Soze disappears, never like, to be heard of again. Like a fart in the wind. Oh my god, like a fart in the wind. Name another one. Another analogy for that. Like tears in rain. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Couple There's a lines. lot of rain in that. A lot of rain. Well, especially that last scene. But yeah. Okay, I haven't been keeping count of how many people he's killed. Countless. But here's two more guys looking around the crates. And Mando with his big old gun on his back. People still can't see him. And a big shiny (laughs) chrome outfit. It's dark. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Don't question it. I'm not questioning. I'm just commenting. Carrying Baby Yoda. And there's another one. Ooh, nice spin. And then the flames. Get them. <laughs> okay, that looked pretty cool. Jeez. Yeah. Toasted. Flamed. That would not be a good way to go. No. Burnt alive inside of a plastic costume. Well, probably the plastic costume would melt to them. I mean, the bullet or the plasma goes right through all the time. All right, two more. Three more. Four. Oh, here it is. Maybe. Hopefully. Nope. Never mind. Oh, that's right. Let me put down this valuable thing. I think the whistling birds are coming. It was expected to watch this prior. Flexing the wrist. That's awesome. So, for those who aren't watching or haven't seen this before, they're just those little darts come spraying out, and they whistle, but they just defy physics until yeah. they hit their party, right? I don't just, understand it. I don't know how their propulsion works or what, but they're just whipping around. They use best card to propulse. It's a lot like... 
Yondu's arrow. Yep. And the whistle. The galaxy when he whistles and it just. Well, I can't whistle. Can you? I can whistle. You can't whistle. I can't whistle. <laughs> and it just and it just goes all over. So think of that, but a lot smaller. Tracking okay. fobs are back online. Yes, this is fantastic. The entire bar starts beeping because his quarry is back. It's back, Ben. It's re-engaged. Grief has one. He knows he went back. Look at him just... That's a great moment. He's only been walking for a few minutes. But it's getting nighttime. Oh, he's going to get jumped. People in the alley. Yeah, this ending is great. It's crazy. I keep remembering some of this stuff later in the season. How does he expect to get away? I mean, he can sense everybody coming out of the streets. I just love that scene, though, when he's in his Razor Crest and he's getting ready to leave and then shut it down and yeah. get out of here. Mondo. Echuta. Mondo. I'm going to my ship. So would these other people be able to collect? Maybe. Would they, they be able to take it right back to the client? It'd but just be a bloodbath. Unless the bounty just became another... Sorry, another more money. Dark and cloudy. Just setting them down on the sled. Sleeping. Okay, so we got one, and that was a heck of a roll clip. Very acrobatic. He's got abs of steel to make that happen. Beskar steel. Right, Beskar steel. Drive, droid. I'm going to shoot you if you don't. So he's on a little hover sled now. Like a, a luggage-type person at the, you know, at the airport. All right, so let's say best-case scenario, he's gotten six people. It still Seven. looks like there's... A couple dozen more. Grief is going to take his shot instead of going for Mando. Take Goes out the R2 the droid. droid. And then it falls. I don't think that's an R2. Because it doesn't have a rounded top. It's a rounded top. No. Yeah. Nuh-uh. I don't know if we'll see it again, but it was, it was a round one. Oh, here we go. His disintegrator. Dis oh. <laughs> that's eight. You, these people, that, is it instantaneous? It looks like it. Would they have any? Maybe that's the way to go. Maybe just, it's not. You painful. just disappear. It's just like they're hitting you with what antimatter or something. How does it even work? I don't know. It's a it bullet. Just it's matter. a bullet cartridge. Mm -hmm. So something hits them and they just. But it doesn't work on the creek dragon. Just on these small guys. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see when we get closer to that one. But with this particular style, I don't know if hitting them with a bullet and there's an ignition that just, like, burns them instantly. Oof. And it's fast. 
All right, see, I thought Grief was kind of a friend. He but, is. Well, it's not rounded. The stuff he's saying here is not being a friend. I think he's just trying to get in with the guys. Well, it's all the code. It's all the guild. And he's if he's like the head of the union, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta stay in. You can't cross the line. You gotta stay together. Yeah. And you're violating that right now. Because even when he comes back, you know, in a handful of episodes, it's very still kind of iffy. We can't trust each other. But it's not until they go through their battle that I think they get close. Because mm-hmm. they're friends in second season when they have their little adventure. Right. Okay. Now, this was awesome. All of a sudden, all of these jetpacks, the covert came up. Nobody expected to see a Mando pro- except for Din, Jaren. And so now we get the skies are just... That's awesome. We haven't seen live action like this before. No. All flying around. Saw Django a little bit, just blasting out of somewhere. When we saw Boba in Return of the Jedi, it's right before he he takes off and lands on the, you know. Yeah, Luke. he doesn't have that big of a role. Yeah. But to see these guys just hovering, right, and landing and having control. Okay, that's awesome. One of those heavy repeating blasters. Gun. Thanks, John Favreau. Awesome. This is the way. So they said that. Oh, let's do. You got two of them. So by them coming out here, you know, their covert is gone. This was their hiding place from whether it's just the Empire or post Empire, a way to protect their population after the Night of a Thousand Tears. And now because they come out for Din, for Mando. They have to up and move. Mm-hmm. And they all the only response, because they're enemies, the only response was, this is the way. This is what we have to do. All right, so Grieve Karga here. He's getting duped. Never stand there in the wide open. Shot in the chest. Boom. Love the music. You should have a little mark for every time you hear that. No. Uh, my fingers would never stop counting. But, uh, yeah, so this was the second episode with Carl Weathers. And since we've said that you're, it's expected you've watched these before, so there's we're not spoiling anything. So him coming awake right here, it was just like, of course he's going to survive. And it's the oldest trick in the book. It's something blocked it. Something blocked. A stack the, of coins or... Something. Uh, a Bible stopped the bullet. Or, <laughs> you know, and so we're like, of course. He can't die because he was... He had the best For car. the biggest name, you know, on the show at this time. All right. So the Razor Crest is hauling. Gotta and get me one of those. those jetpacks, I don't know how much fuel is in them, but they were flying at however many hundreds of miles an hour Mach he's flying 10. at. <laughs> I got to get one of those. Okay, and Baby Yoda is reaching for the ball. And he gets Mando gets it and drops it. Such a better... What an episode. A great episode, because now it's this show, it's about these people. We don't know anything more other than he just risked everything 
for Baby Yoda. For Baby Yoda, just to save him. Deborah Deborah Chow. Chow. Deborah Chow is the one who's going to be in charge of. She's directing all of the episodes for Kenobi. Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. And this was a really strong episode. Definitely holds up. Yep. After seeing everything else. The outdoor fighting, all the Mandalorians showing up, the stormtrooper fighting inside. Werner Herzog. Now we talked, I think it was at the end of the last one, I said how the cover art is so great that, you know, you could, there should be a book or we should, you, it looks like stuff you could put on a wall. Like that one right there looks amazing. The heavy repeater cannons. That's a beautiful one too. But there's a new one, came, a book just came out. It's The Art of Boba, uh, Mandalorian Season 2. I'd like to see that. I would like to see that as well. But I just, how long does it take a person to sit down and do this? I don't think it went to such like detailed coloration until after they started working on the show. So it would have been more pencil? I, it's just think? like a little sketch. Oh, Spotchka! Uh, but oh, coming up. just like not that but just like pencil paper pencil but paper. then for the purpose of the credits change it so so you know the 10 of them that you're gonna do so mm-hmm. then 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 do it like in book of boba fett some of them were like animated so like uh the concept art of the sanctuary exploding it was it looked like it was exploding so it it wasn't just drawn like that got you that do something with it all right we're going to be moving on to episode four titled sanctuary, sanctuary. <sighs> just over 41 minutes at 41 and a half and uh i don't know do you think this is a proper amount of stalling uh Oh, stalling. Oh, for people to get it mm-hmm. situated? Well, if they need to pause it and take a break, they have the ability yeah. to pause us, so they can do whatever they want. On go? Oh, uh, take off, man. On w- one. Take off, you hoses. No. Oh. One, one two, two, three, three go. go. So smooth. You were just a, a max. Beautiful head. Blue Disney. Mm-hmm. Against the code. You have to think that uh, seeing that empty bassinet in the dumpster had to just set him off. Well, just like, oh my god, I'm too late, right? You know, when we ranked our favorite Mando moments before Boba Fett started. Yeah. Or favorite episodes. I don't think I ever had this one. But there's some great stuff in that that we just saw with the... All of the Mandalorians, mm-hmm. you know. It's all right. Season two is cooler. Oh, I totally. But I mean, there were some moments in that one that's just really, um, I kind of forgot about. Or like, things get lost with everything else that we take in. And him making the choice. Because if he didn't go back for Baby Yoda, this whole show could have gone in a completely different direction. Where would we have gone? Who knows? 
it would have been completely different. It wouldn't have been so, you know, um, self-sacrificing everything for the kid. Are these things, are they even glowing, the, the, the shrimp? Or are they, they just blue? I don't know. I think know. they're just blue. You know, some sort of bioluminescence. Man, those things are blue. Yes, the krill are blue. Okay, so this looks like some little, like, uh, rice patty type thing. Okay, now this young lady here, this mother, she pops up in the new Dexter season. Um, Dexter, was it New Blood? She is the cop that is Dexter's girlfriend that starts to get suspicious of things. Because hmm. I'm watching, like, I have seen this before. And it's <laughs> now the you're krill farmer. It. Yeah. That's one of the frogs they're cooking in Book of Boba Fett in the kitchen. Oh, I bet you're right. Is it a one-eyed? Yeah. I like okay. how all their clothes are dyed blue and green because yeah. with the krill. Their whole life is this. Okay, something's spooking them. Just like when uh, you know, a T-Rex or something big is walking through the forest. You can't see it, but birds take off, right? Mm -hmm. Something large. All right, they're being... Okay, this little girl needs to get up and run. That's my problem with, like, in shows and movies, little girls in distress who are just, like, standing there crying. Like, move. Everybody else moved, and they seemed to know what they were doing. All right, so these Clatoonians... I thought it was Clatoonians. Clatoonians? Did I say it the wrong way? Clatoonians. It has an extra I, so you'd think it would be called Clatoonians. Clatoonians. Just uh, stealing shrimp, breaking their droids. Gosh, they're just being jerks. They're Clatoonians, I guess. Big baddie coming out. This would have been a fun set to work on. Smart mom just hiding out under the basket. We'll have to see if uh, you said that uh, in one of our book of Boba Fett talks that. Uh, that Nikto speeder bike gang, even though these are Clatoonians, not Nikto's, you said you think you saw some something markings? like it. Well, maybe there'll be some markings, even if it's not the what, like a J and backwards J, or how would you describe? I like just like like an L, L, a J and an L. Yeah, you know. it's All like. Right. Like the Tesla symbol, but upside down. Yeah, and a split in the middle. Well, it is. Is it? Oh, Tesla split. That's right. Sanctuary Chapter Four, Episode oh, Four. Space. Space. They're in the space final again. Frontier. I don't know. Well, I do know what it is. It's just cuteness. <laughs> this but part's funny. Every cooing, just touching buttons, pushing things. Annoying him. And then it just like, uh, throws off the entire ship. Every adult watching this that has had children. This... Uh, <laughs> I'm, go I'm staring you dead in the eyes. And Flick. I'm still going to push it. What are you going to do now? Sorgan. Sorgan, Krill, Spotchka. Spot, spot, spot. Spotchka, Sorgan. Spotchka. So we should be able to remember it. Sorgan, Spotchka. Because we've had different planets. None of these planets do I recall ever hearing prior. You know, whether it was uh, Navarro, where we were just at fighting, or. Sorgan. 
where the Jawas were, we figured out that that wasn't Tatooine. That was uh, something four or seven with an A. Yeah. We'll look it up later. Again. <laughs> so he's just looking for a place to hide, a literal sanctuary. The title is just to escape. Um, everybody's going to be looking for him. And so they want to find a place that is extremely remote. Why would you put him in there? Don't touch anything, and he set him next to his... The ball, the, the, the controls. And all the buttons he's pushing. Don't move. All right, so Mando has to climb down a ladder and go and stand at a cargo bay door. And by the time it, that is awesome. That's a great shot. Because, yeah, you don't think it. No, but somehow he climbed down or. Horse? To get down yeah. the steps? What do you think? I don't know. Maybe. I mean. We, like in the first episode, he goes from. The cockpit to another room that has a ladder that goes down to the cargo bay. So, right. just that was the myth jumping role. around. And so, little baby Yoda, his little steps here, and Mando is walking way in front of him. There's no way this kid's strides are going to keep up. Oh, a Lothcat. A Lothcat from Rebels. There's Cara Dune. Gina Carano acting all um, nonchalant. This place would definitely be breezy. With all the holes in the walls. Right. It'd Bone be nice and a way to keep it cool, I guess. Heating would be really treacherous, though. Subtly look away. I read somewhere that that's Josh Gad's wife. That bartender. Hmm. She looks like Josh Gad. No, she doesn't. Wives don't have to look like their husbands. Well, they look like siblings. <laughs> Why would he want to be? I don't know. It looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the black hair or something. All right, keep an eye on the kid. Is that really Josh Gad's wife? That's what I heard. All right, so his spidey sense is tingling. Or First time we get a Mando see... sense. Mando sense. So now we get to see what a uh, little uh, gadgets he has. Mm -hmm. This is cool though. There's a popular meme coming up here in a bit. Just baby Yoda, baby sipping, Yoda sipping on the bone broth. Yep. Now she a uh, former uh, fighter. She's a, did some action movies. Wasn't much of the actress, but more of the fighter type person. She was in Deadpool. She That's is, what I remember. Yeah. And she was in Fast Five, I think. But five, yeah. 
Okay, that punt. I mean, she knows how to fight. Regal fight. And you're going to see her face. That's when you know it's really good stuff. You know, it's that the actors are really doing it. Here we go. But the way he hit the ground when she punched him, it's like his top half hit and then his bottom half just whoosh, like a towel whipping it. Mm -hmm. You know, just snapped him to the ground. And now they're friends. <laughs> respect. Game respects game. All right, so we know more about her as the thing goes on, but the dropper, know, a rebel, the... Uh, we'll find out Alderanian. Not anymore. You're always Alderanian. Where you're from. But what if it doesn't exist anymore? Where you're from, man. Ah. Okay, watch her drink this sip here. Right? Does she? What do you mean, does she? I don't know. <laughs> you didn't drinking, know if it was real? It looks good. You can usually tell when people have uh, nothing in their mugs. I don't know. It's, it's just, just like look, the weight of it. It's like they just do a thing, but... Then they start talking or doing something like, no, you need to swallow it first. You know what I mean? It's just. If I, if I were to act, I'd be really good with like drinking and eating because like, you know how you drink. Well, yeah. You don't just like drink and then you're like, wow, talking. Okay. You drink, like you like gulp it down and it takes a little bit to like put in your mouth and then you have to swallow it mm -hmm. and then you have to breathe and then you can talk. Breathing is important. Breathing is important. And so you would drink every take? Yeah. So if there's five takes, and that's the wide shot, and then you have to do a close-up of you. Whatever. Takes. It's just drinking. Because you, you've seen, especially famously in Big Bang Theory, how when they're sitting in their cafeteria. They don't eat anything. They, they just always keep just forking it around, you know, and not eating. Because so many takes. For continuity, plus the food intake. Uh, so yeah, uh, wow, so we jumped. So he's being recruited by two of the Spotchka farmers. Uh, one of those guys is pretty famous, well, not famous, but he shows up in a bunch of other things. That guy looks like Pete Davidson. The guy with the big eyes? Oh, oh no, the, the guy one. on the left. Oh, the left? That's the guy that we've seen in things before. He was on, gosh, a bunch of stuff, but I remember he was Jason's friend, like Donkey, Donkey Dog or something like that in a good place. You know, the Ted Danson, Kristen Bell show. He's pretty funny. Nope. 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 So the most attractive Sounds thing like a deal. Is, it's not the money. It's the safety. The safety. In the middle of nowhere. It's taken them hours to get here. All day. Now, they could fly there. Nah. But. It's got to be secluded. Between, yeah. Between here and where they're at. <laughs> Round two. How boring would this be, though, when you could literally walk faster than this thing would be pulling you? I mean, it's less tiring than walking for an entire night. I guess. And you can sleep. 
speeder and bike would be nice. Oh, just sit there, watch the stars pass as you slowly, slowly drift off into madness. You could get jumped. Literally, people could walk next to you. They'd just pull you out. Boy, all these kids, my goodness. They don't have a problem with uh, procreating here, keeping their population flush. Well, if most of them are getting killed by the Clatoonians. Oh. Well, just the slow ones are dumb ones. <laughs> we don't move. <laughs> survival of what is it? Survival of the fittest? Yep. One, two. What do we got? About 12 different buildings back there. All right, so this is what it looks like a wicker or reeded house structure. Yep. Very cold. This doesn't give off the vibes of being a hot planet, but it seems like it's a okay planet. A temperate. So with all the holes in the stuff, I'm like, well, when, when, the, when the weather's not the greatest... Now this is a a really cute episode in the the um, where you almost feel like Mando might break the creed, break the creed. You know it's 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 teased that the I think they call her the widow. Kara says the girl, she's sweet on you. You know it's you know there's a vibe. If the if he didn't want to be alone anymore, if he mm -hmm. wanted to stay here and be safe, this would be a good spot would be because they're not going after him they're going after baby yoda he's had a very solitary existence you know yeah. that's where when he starts to piece together some sort of a family structure or a, a purpose i think that's why boba when he in his episodes when he you know with the tuscans that's one of the yeah he was the prisoner but eventually it became family to him mm -hmm. and then he wanted to rule and have people around him instead of just jumping on a ship and being a, a solo fighter. Here's this dumb kid who almost died yesterday. No. She's like, can I feed him? How do they know what he likes? Probably eats anything, right? Iron he likes stomach. frogs. We do know that. Do we yet, though? Yeah. With Queel. There was like a frog there was laying something around. There. Yep. Then there are frogs here. Oh, there. he's gonna, yeah. I think I would have been nervous if I were an actor and I had to lift that puppet up because you don't want to break it. No, I I remember hearing a price. It literally was either a hundred thousand or a million <laughs> for the Baby Yoda puppet. Just for Baby Yoda. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's worth you it. You know, the ones they lift and, and move around, you know, the gadgetry and stuff. When it's not CGI. Mm-hmm. Right. Yesterday. Ah. So we were talking about that. If on a ship, if no one's in his ship. Clearly he does. He can just take it off. But Baby Yoda would see it. Well, then he doesn't. He's only had Baby Yoda for a little bit. But he had him yesterday. Well, if Baby Yoda was in his bed or if he was locked in the cockpit or something. Clearly we can see he gets around. Yeah. Well, that's true. 
All right, so some big backstory here because we no. parents oh, killed. Oh, this is the way. Parents killed. Mando Mandalorians take saved him, which we haven't really seen yet. We just hear about it. Do you think his hate for droids has something to do with the the vision flashback? No, not at all. The... No. Oh, this is what I find so mask. so he's... so idiotic. There's a bunch of kids yeah. right there. If he's truly risking his creed by never taking it off, and no one's taken it off, or I haven't, and then all they have to do is look in the window and see it, and then yeah, he would be crushed. I mean, maybe he wants to, but he's not going to give it up like by himself. People always joke like, "How does Darth Vader eat? How do people with masks they take their know? helmets off?" And the the joke was very carefully, you know, something like that. <laughs> but to see him do that. You know, that was pretty, pretty gutsy. All right, so Mandalorian, he's tracking. Uh-oh. Okay, well, that's dinosaur a, footprint. That's a pretty big print. All right, so we got the ATST, which we have not seen yet in this episode. We just saw the Clatoonians. Um what yeah. movie were those introduced in? Do you recall? This Empire Strikes Back. No, those were the eight. Oh, uh, hold on. Yep, maybe they were because yeah, they're the ATATs and ATSTs. So the ATATs, and then there might have been the small little walkers. Yes. Yes. But they were predominantly they did the damage. They were the walkers on Endor fighting the well, Ewoks. That was the third one, but they were introduced was... in the second one. Technically, you probably did see them. I almost wonder if you those were special one. edition entrances. When I was no, a kid, I just remember, I just remember the the ATATs, the ATATs. They don't like those were the big made point of, but they're just walking there. Yeah, I think I do remember that. I just love the design of the eyeballs on this one. Oh, yeah, when we get there, yeah. All right, so this is the stereotypical. Training the montage, the training the, oh, the the commoners, you know, showing them all how to shoot, showing them all how to self defense. My grandparents. Because if you don't fight, you will never be rid of your bullies. Show us, show us. What, dig deeper than the ponds or bogs that they have? I don't know. I mean, they're standing in it. You'd think that'd be big enough. It's like putting a pothole in. <laughs> so those little kids, legitimate, they're trying to... And how much time do they have? Do they just get attacked every once in a while? I think it's like every night. There's no way they get attacked every night. They wouldn't be able to survive. Maybe it's like a system... All right, so only one person has shooting experience. Or maybe it's every other night because they didn't do it last night because they went to go get Mando. 
I, I just wonder, as they're training, is there a sense of immediacy? Like, it could happen tonight. Yeah. There's your sticks. So this is kind of like a Jedi where, you know, the whole taking down the the establishment, the Empire with rudimentary uh -huh. bows, arrows, rocks, swooping down in kites, you know, tripping, throwing <laughs> logs. And so here we're back to stick jabbing. Those Klaatuinians, I'm pretty sure they had all guns and yeah. knives and stuff. So not quite sure how the sticks are going to help them. Oh, they know what's happening because they they went to go and blow up their camp. They went to go and blow up the camp. They're well, going to go and blow up the camp, yeah, which yeah. aggravates well, them. Well, they're going to go and light the fuse. Yeah. But if they don't go and do that, yeah. who knows yeah. when they come back, but they will come back. Maybe it's once a week again. or something. Or maybe that was the first time. Oh. I don't know, because they seemed, like, surprised that it was happening. Is that glow-in-the-dark purple? I don't know, those don't look like the Clatoonians Clatoonians that we see in the others. They look like Gamorreans. Kind of, but not... Excuse me. So, uh, green and piglet-like. Now, what are these things? They're not forges. They're not the blue Mando stuff. Are they krill? The Twi'lek healing baths. Are these the Twi'lek healing baths? I don't know what they are, though. Maybe it's just like... I don't know. Water? Hello, boys. Beat them. Nice. <laughs> Teamwork. I remember watching this for the first time and like, she can't be just a one-time character. And, she just takes yeah. hits well and gives them out, which is straight up what her training would have been. Ah. Dong. Yeah, that's not Pedro Ooh. Pascal in that. Uh, okay, that's not. He's moving way too quick. You sure? In the fight. Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't seem slow. Just... Well, it, like, he seems like he would be able to move around a bit. I would hope so. The smaller stuff, that could be him, but... I don't want him just to be like, he just does the voices. Yeah, I don't either. But they have, like, two guys. One who's more of... Uh, the athletic guy. Fighting, and one who's more of, like... I don't want to say, like, the ninja, but... The ninja. Ninja fight. Ninja. Okay, this was, I remember distinctly this moment, thinking how awesome. And red, the eyes just glowing in the darkness, and then it starts to come after them. I love how it shakes the camera when it walks, too. A little bit, yeah. That's and the nice. red in the darkness, the, the, the bolts. How about not running in a straight line a little bit? They're zigzagging the trees. They're trying a little bit. But there's still a wide enough gap that that thing can get through. Mm -hmm. But they do have a place that they want to get to. 
Okay, now this shot's this gonna be awesome. Concept art. Yeah, that I do remember that concept like art. Like wallpaper. Oh man. They probably haven't seen this mech before oh. because they said they have a mech and we'll take care of it. But just slowly. Yeah, this is like the old King Kong movie where they're summoning him to, you know, the sacrifice of the woman. And you can see it slowly coming and then oh, working its way through. Yeah. What a great reveal. I'm looking to see heads, people looking out those windows like you're <laughs> supposed to, but we can't see them. So you there's the you shot. Think, yeah, it oh. makes you think that they're it's autonomous. When you hear "get down," you just stay out. Mm -hmm. Just lay waste, right? <laughs> All over. Just do that. Yep. Just kill you like a see. thousand of them. You see the ba the the barricade here, like it's Les Miserables. Just you can tell they're ready for a fight. And finally, these guys showed up. How good would a thermal detonator right now be? Oh man! Just on the. Well, they're all right running there. right down the center. Exactly. They shouldn't be able to get past. Too bad Mando's not. Shooting because just cook, 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 cook right down the middle. Mm hmm. Been nice and easy. Or disintegrate them. They just need it to go, what, one more step? These kids might be scarred. I'll never oh. forget this. He's partnered up with some very interesting people so mm -hmm. far. Well, people. IG-11. Yeah. And then her. A robot. Yeah. And then an Ugnaught. Well, yeah, technically, for sure. That was a waste of a disintegrator well, Yeah. She just needed to egg him on a little further. Now, they said earlier how many generations they were here. That's why they couldn't leave, right? Mm -hmm. Like our grandparents. Yeah, they're three generations in. Yeah. So this is our whole livelihood. Just the power of those things. It just stands there. Uh-huh. There's no threat to it. Nope. The only threat is if he takes another step. Oh, here come the sticks. What did that break? I don't know. It would have hit the back of the wall, right? Yeah. The back of the head. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. Oh, there we go. Fire in the hole. Oh. <laughs> I think it was already pretty much down, though, right? Yeah. I don't think they have a self-writing mechanism. No. On them, like, battle bots. All right, so the Clatoonians that, I guess, they weren't killed. 
but just maybe beaten up and slapped around a little bit by <laughs> by Mando and Kara. They're not coming back. So they've scared them away. And then if they come back, they can at least fight a little bit. So they have a sporting With chance. their sticks. With their sticks. I don't know. They might have killed some guys with guns. Wait, where did they get all those guns? Did Mando well, where did tomorrow? they get them? He I didn't... think we saw a case and he was handing them out. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Wherever he got the case from. From his... <gasps> the frog. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. These kids yeah. are like... So, he's clearly 50 years old. Yeah. He but, acts like a child. And he eats a lot. Does he go to the bathroom on his own? Does he... Does he? Is he is potty he trained at diaper? 50? Is he potty trained? But then... All this he's, got a, he's got a forced diaper on. Forced diaper. He controls himself. He doesn't... He, he doesn't, doesn't produce waste. Oh. He just... His body uses up every aspect of what he consumes. Ew. That would be weird. It would be weird if you don't have to go to the restroom anymore. Here we go. Yeah, literally, what happens if you take your helmet off? They just, you just can't it. put it on again. Let's see. We saw Death Watch back in the Clone Wars animated shows. They weren't really Mandalorians. Pre-Vizsla. House Vizsla. They could take their helmets off. You know, this... This is a different creed. It's a different creed, but Paz Vizsla, you know, is the same house. So I think it's just establishing different ideologies or different belief systems. There are some people who are really devout in their faith. Others who, I want to be a good person. Yeah, I believe in heaven. I'm on death watch. I'm going to be a good person. And so he is just, uh, you know, a, a diehard into in into the the faith you think he could handle just hanging around doing nothing or you think he'd be bored? no he'd get bored Another one of those guys. Uh, what do you call him? A, a kabaz? Something. With the long snout? Yeah, the spy guys. It was a spy <laughs> in a new hope, but then it was the recorder player <laughs> <laughs> in that first planet. Budget Hoth. So somebody found them, or is, is um, coming in, closing in on them. How so do you use a tracking fob in space? That would be weird. Does it only start beeping when you're close? So there's like, I'm just know. on a planet? That would be just weird. start flying around? Alright, so we found a home for the kid. Not the home. Ep episode 4. A quarter of the way through. Can, can you imagine seasons. it was just a four episode series? And then we're done. Well, that would have been about a, a long movie, wouldn't it? Four episodes. Very long movie. About three hour movie, maybe. Jeez. Yeah, as we. I'd see a Mandalorian movie. As well, I think the the hope is that all of these characters that they introduce that they can eventually just one big turn it into thing. like an Avengers movie. Uh oh, 
Uh oh. Gonna remove the helmet? Oh, it's not a kabaz. We got a closer look. Sorry, Krill Farmer. You can't take my helmet off. No, you don't. You just try to take the helmet off. She's disappointed. Maybe she thought that she would never be attracted to anybody again. What? That's why she's so disappointed. Oh, don't kill the kid! She doesn't have a husband anymore, and then this guy shows up, and he's the savior. A thing you don't expect to hear in the peacefulness of the sanctuary. Bang! Shot. Thank goodness for Kara. How'd she even know? Maybe she's on patrol? Out and about. Crush it. And then there is a beeper. So they're not even safe, so he can't leave Baby Yoda here. We're not safe here. Mm -mm. And they'll keep coming. And they don't stop coming. Uh, something, something on the ground. Hit the ground running. Are you trying to do Smash Mouth? <laughs> no. I'm doing All Star. Yeah, it's Smash Mouth. I know. Okay. Well, this is a little bit different ending than we thought maybe two minutes ago that was going to happen. A lot of... Yep. I'm serious. For, you know, for Baby Yoda was going to stay. He was contemplating staying, giving up, being a Mando. <laughs> and now he's got to waste an entire day going back to his ship. Going back to his ship. And she's just going to hang out, do her own thing for a bit. Aw. Oh, so pretty. His ears like yeah, to move. huge. Like little fans or windmills. Yeah, he's adorable. Took you this long? No, it just I can't look at it. <laughs> always happens. I just always see him and just then the little cooing. Yeah, it just keeps getting cuter and cuter. I like the variation of the music here. It's a little slower. Triumphant. But it's not that blazing trumpet. Ba, ba, da, ba. Right. So I gotta go on this little hover. Hey, we've seen those hover things move pretty quickly. That hover sled? Yeah. I want you to go a little bit quicker. Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, this was hers. Directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. That is correct. I remember that now. Wait, where's the concept art? Hey, we talked about her with um when she did that Boba Fett episode. Which one was that? Um yeah. 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 Which one was it? Yeah, which episode? Which I'm, I'm asking just, which episode. I'm asking yeah, you. Put me on the spot. Yeah. Which one? Mm -hmm. do, 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 do. It was one of the Mandalorian ones. Yep. Yep. It was number five. This is his first one. There's the concept art. Oh. The red eyes, Love the it. size and scope and scale of everything. How do you even think to put red eyes on it instead of just a well, normal Well, if it's nighttime, any other, I mean, 
in submarines, what color do they have for the lights? It's, it's red. Green. Red. Okay. Yeah, the, the cover art, still beautiful. We'll have to get that book, check that out at some point. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I uh, hope uh, giving you something to do uh, between our uh, between the hiatus that we have until uh, Kenobi comes. So, um, you know, whether you're watching these on your own and then listening to the podcast or doing them at the same time or just skipping the podcast and watching Mando, as long as it's Star Wars. As long as it's Star Wars. Then I think we're good. So um, any parting thoughts, Nolan, before we sign off? Oh, we got the Q&A to do. Yeah, we got the Q&A. So we'll get going with that here momentarily. But uh, any last thoughts about the, the episodes? No, I did not see Chris O'Dowd. However. Okay, that's a flashback to Boba <laughs> Fett talks. You're going to be missing that. Yeah, nope. I don't Little have any. Little inside joke, folks, of a character that I predicted would show up at some point in Boba Fett and then decided, you know what, it'll probably be in the next series. So, uh-huh. So we shall see. Changing your prediction. Right. Well, I'm on record, and you can go back and find it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You changed it. Okay. All right, so um, done with the episodes? Yep. Okay, let's get into Q&A. And now we're moving on to our question and answer segment, where we answer our, oh, fan questions, uh, lines of inquiry, whatever people, whatever they have on their mind pertaining to the shows we're watching or just Star Wars in general. So we'd like to welcome back our social media maven. Manager. Manager. I like maven, though. That's maven, man. I don't know what it means, so I don't like it. Fantastic. Take it. And Cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Cat, welcome back. Thank you. Um, you have our Q&A for this, uh, this podcast? I do. We've only got two questions this episode, both of which come from Eileen. Uh, the first question, how has recording the podcast changed the way you view, digest, think about, or enjoy Star Wars content? Oof. Um, <laughs> it's very specific. How has the podcast changed the way you've looked at it? I guess looking at new stuff, I look at it a lot differently. Instead of just trying to enjoy it and follow along with the story, I'm looking into deeper meanings of actions and like what people are doing why they're doing it and also like hidden things that people are trying to sneak in instead of just kind of sitting there and staring at the tv just i looking at it with more purpose instead of just yeah just purpose so has it diminished your viewing not my pleasure? viewing pleasure i guess so because I would probably like to watch it the first time without having to go over, like, what am I going to write down in notes and not, like, if I'm going to go and watch it a second time, I don't want to already, like, have notes done. I want to enjoy the show for what it is Mm -hmm. and not look at it from podcasting about it. And this is the first time that you've you've done that? Because you've had pretty in-deep conversations, you know, about other you know about mandalorian or other movies and such um you know from one-time viewing mm-hmm. do you feel like your the the level of analysis or critique has improved or oh, at all definitely but probably at the expense of mm. enjoyment of the show yeah w- yeah when this season started i remember i was like wanting to take notes in the first viewing yep. and so then i stopped and i would just watch 
you know what I mean, and soak it mm -hmm. in so you can kind of enjoy it as that fan. But it's the second viewing that I would, you know, go through and just organize my thoughts so that we have somewhat of a, you know, a chronological or some, some sort of an order or structure Definitely. To, to the analysis. I think that that was required. Otherwise, we could have gotten off on different tangents and confused people, maybe. Three-hour podcast. Well, I don't know if we could have gone that long, but um, uh, maybe. Um, but, yeah, so I, I think uh, critically, um, maybe it, it – took it to another level of, of me. I've always been a, a hard judge of stories and acting and things of that nature, and I don't think doing this podcast has given me a new opportunity to do it. However, I feel like uh, having someone else to, to uh, you know, try to predict. Um, enjoy it with. Enjoy it with and walk it through in such fine detail. Uh, I think I've, I've know these episodes better than the Mandalorian episodes, even if I've watched those several times, I don't feel like we had the conversation with those as mm. we have with these. Um, so I don't think it's diminished my enjoyment of them overall, um, but I can see... Um, but again, for me, I, I stopped trying to take notes, and I just, for the first viewing, mm. I, I, I'm like, I'm going to have to rewatch this again before we talk for the podcast. And so once I bought into that, then I was I was fine. Then it's just a matter of finding time to watch it again, take notes about it. You want to stay focused with it to the point where you're not just watching it again for the podcast and you're just doing it not for yourself. You have to watch it again because you want to watch it again. Yeah. It's, not it's like just that good movie, you know, your you're time. like, "Oh, I can't wait to see. I could see that one again." You know, you saw Yeah, put time between it. You a little bit of time. Don't get burnt out. With the with the podcast, you kind of are on a time limit. You know, with these Mandalorian rewatches, we're not really tied down for mm -hmm. but with the newer ones to be relevant and for the, you know, our rapidly growing audience, you know, we need to be uh, you know, a reliable source of discourse and constructive criticism, maybe, and things of that nature. I don't think Kat can answer this one since she hasn't really I religiously watched it. I can't answer this one. I never religiously watched it. I will never religiously watch it. But watching it to know what not to talk about as the social media manager so that I don't spoil anything. Like, anything in the most recent episodes, don't talk about right away because you don't know that everybody has seen it or i like anticipating what questions will get asked like what did you think about this or what were your thoughts about that um i've never been a hardcore diehard fan of star wars i don't think that's gonna change but it like i enjoy it it's good it's fine yay star wars. it's okay it's star wars it's fine better than star trek um second I'm question agree with you there <laughs> second question is there something new or changed about your Star Wars experience other than just content? Like your, like, books, I guess. I don't know. Like, do you interpret this question as, do you view it in a different way now that we've been looking at it like this? Like... Maybe it's just now, what does it mean to you? Yeah. You what is Star Wars in general? How has that changed? Are you more of a fan? How have you branched out? Um, maybe just, as a result of 
Let's doing the podcast. Just say what, what it means to you, like, as opposed to before. Uh, okay, the okay. Podcast. I don't really think much has changed. It used to just be once a week, watch something cool, and now it's report on it, like, do a science report and talk about it for an hour and a half, which is what our episodes are tending towards. Um, but are you enjoying that addition, instead of just a 40-minute soak dipping your toes into Star Wars for an entire week knowing that you have a couple hours total from watching it and, and chatting about it is that pleasurable is it something that you look forward to is it a an escape from everything else that's going on in your life for that week I'd I'd say so it's like a couple hours a week that it's there's nothing it's just star wars and you're just sitting there talking about star wars and there's nothing else to it really well but i, I mean if it's something that's not too pleasurable you know if you're not looking i'm not saying it's it, not pleasurable well, i'm trying to get you to express that a little bit more well how is how are things changed? i'm just it's the question that was asked by our by our fan uh-huh mm-hmm. well you know, I've heard and, and know that you have started reading certain Star Wars books, you know, as, since we've started this podcast. So one would think that maybe that's – you've stretched a little bit there. Maybe we'll do a, a book-related episode. No, we will, but these are just ways that, that you've changed. You know, I know that uh, I have – well, mainly it's because when you started reading, I started rereading several of the books, um, you know, getting lost in those the, the worlds of the characters – and with, uh, you know, seeing young Luke in these episodes, um, you know, it made me want to go back to the, the Heir of the Empire, uh, you know, and rewatch the, the Thrawn trilogy. Where's Mara on. Jade? Yeah, Mara Jade, Luke's Mara Jade eventually. But um, just because I have that visual in my head of him and, and seeing it recently in these episodes, now, as I'm going through these books again, I'm, I'm realizing, wow, they could really start to do these now. Um, now because, that everything's been wiped out by Disney purchasing uh, Star Wars, I, it's, they can reestablish them as no canon. more expanded universe. And with Luke, you know, Mark Hamill didn't record a single line of dialogue for this last episode uh-huh. with him. They just used old uh, computer, whatever audio they had, and then modified it through some sort of, not necessarily an auto tune type thing, but um, you know. So if you're able to deep fake and have Mark Hamill's voice without him doing it. Well, Carrie Fisher can come back, and I bet she'll look better than she did in Rogue One, you know, at the very end. It's Rogue One. It's okay. It's a Rogue It's fine, but I'm just saying that now these things can be a reality, so. Um, yeah. Did we get through that question? Yes, and I'd like to thank Eileen for being the sole contributor today for the Q&A. Thanks Woo! for carrying that. Thank you very much. Thank much, you. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Um, for this week's What If... What if, in the same vein as Marvel, uh, where they just changed one little thing and then whatever could happen does happen. Uh, Catherine, we'll have you start. What if Darth Maul did not get cut in half? So if he didn't get defeated and he was victorious there on Naboo, how would things have changed? We would never have an empire. He'd get Obi-Wan, find Anakin. And stop the new Jedi and I guess the rise of Vader from ever happening. Darth well, like, Maul and the Emperor would reign supreme. No Dooku. 
Dooku wouldn't take over as Darth Tyrannus, you know, for Sidious. So would Maul be... Because Dooku was that politician, the one who led, kind of led the Separatists, you know, met with all of the Separatist heads and in, in Attack of the Clones. Can we see Maul playing politician? No. No. He'll leave that to Palpatine. Leave that to Palpatine in the shadows. I think he's just kind of a kill people guy. He's kind Maul. of a hitman for Palpatine. He seems like he's one of those, uh, you know, you need to fix something. You need to erase it. The rook. The what? The rook. Rook? Yeah. What's that? The rook? Yeah. Like in chess? R-U-K-H. Oh. Oh. Rook. Okay. Rook. The Nagari bounty hunter. I'm saying it right. He he is. You don't get it. He is. It's from the Thrawn You're trilogy. You're just really too it's into Thrawn, it. It's right hand man. I don't think Ruch. I've ever heard it spoken before. It's just red. They say it in Rebels. Oh, do they? Coughing oh, up yeah, the hairball. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, you had a hairball. Keep it over there, please. I don't know. That was just interesting because, uh, yeah, I think Maul was, is totally that uh, that thug. You know, I think Anakin still does take out the droids. So then, uh, you know, in Phantom Menace, so maybe Naboo is victorious and Maul can sneak away and go lick his wounds somewhere. What wounds? Ew. He still has his legs. The, maybe the defeat His of dignity. His dignity. wounded dignity. That uh, he failed because they sent him there to deal with deal with it. I'm sending my apprentice, Darth Maul. Oh, great. Two of them. Jedis you know? would still thrive. That never would yeah. have been the wipeout of the Jedis. But it was the emergence of the Sith, though. Because remember, they had to do, they already, prior to that fight, they, hey, who was that guy we were fighting? Oh, he was trained in the Jedi arts. Well, then it's of a Sith. You know, always two there are. No more, no less. And in... The Clone Wars, the Night Sisters slash Savage arc mm-hmm. would have never happened because he never had to go and find him as like a spider mall. Yeah. Oh, he never had that. Ezra yeah. would never get so to the. There dark would be side. something else oh, that happened. Run. Yeah. Or didn't. So happen. how does he survive that fall? I mean, I there's know. there's a lot of pits. Suspension of disbelief at this point. He falls down, somehow survives. So does Luke. Palpatine. Luke in the gets Death his Star. hand cut off. Yeah. Yes, but Catherine Palpatine's Han falls down a say. shaft, but he was dead kind of before he fell down, you know, from when Kylo killed yeah, him. No, there's Palpatine. There's just that. a lot of, you know, in nine episode films, we just named at least four of those films that people yeah. are falling down holes. Now we're just waiting. An easy on, way for people to die. We're just waiting on Ben Solo now. He was the last one to fall down a thing, so now he's got to pop back up. Ben somehow. Solo died. Yeah. Well, and Mace, you were talking Where about it the been? last Q and A. The last Q and A we had. Yeah, got thrown out a window. And realistically, now he was he might... dead beforehand. Well, it depends if he electrocuted and died right then. We don't know. But if the survival rate he looked of away, falling down out the, the shaft is over fifty percent. Fifty percent fatality rate, falling out a window. Well, remember though, in, in uh, that Coruscant car chase when they're chasing the changeling uh, yeah. Sam Wessel. Oh yeah. When Anakin jumps out the side and Obi Wan goes, "I hate it when he doesn't." He just falls, falls, and then just grabs onto the, her car. Why couldn't Mace do that? Another happy landing. Yeah, I feel like I said that. I think he in did. In great detail. No, I think he did. Pretty much that exact same thing. Oh. Last episode. <laughs> that you can use the force to propel yourself from dying. Oh yeah, you were talking about so like if if you're falling down, you can repulse. Yeah. Yeah, but like I, Iron I'm just Man. talking about how they were falling and then grabbing onto stuff. Well, that too. They don't need an arm anymore. Ours okay. is fancier. Yeah. Be like Iron Man. Be a Jedi. Be a Jedi. Be like Iron Man. Be a Jedi. 
It's like a poster for recruitment. Oh, yeah. Uncle Sam wants you. We want you. Be a Jedi. Be Iron Man. Be Iron Man. No. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it. Do you have anything that you'd like to add, Kat? Uh, Follow us on Twitter at MallRatsPod. Follow us on Instagram at MallRatsPodcast. And email us at MallRatsPod at gmail.com. We await your questions. What else? Where else can you find us? You can also find us on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Yes. Mallrats is Star Wars podcast on both. And for those of you not listening on Spotify, you can find us on Spotify as well. You gotta cover all the bases. Ew. But really, you only gotta go to like one of the places. Just Google us. You'll, Just we'll, find it. You'll find us somewhere. Hopefully. Very good. Well, thank you for all of, all that you do, Kat. Thank You're you, Kat. You did a wonderful job getting our uh, footprint out into the world and um, and spreading the Star Wars love. So thank Good. you very much. You're very welcome. <laughs> Good. <Okay. laughs> All right. Well, this has been another uh, Mandalorian rewatch. Uh, again, thanks for listening. Um, tune in next time where we cover episodes five and six. Uh, and then the episode after that, we'll be done with the first season. So uh, thanks again for listening. I'm Bob. I'm Nolan. I'm Kat. Hey, take care. Thank you.